2: They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should
3: be. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do.
0: Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside. Happy Monday, also known as the No Way Home World premiere night here at Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. A big week 14 in the NFL. We almost had history in the NBA tonight. But, Mike, I hate to say I told you so. You you know I hate to do that. I don't like to do that, but I will play the card if I have to.
1: So wh- which, uh, which of the uh, ones where you got it wrong are we starting with?
2: Oh, listen, listen. I'm never going to pick the Raiders for anything ever again. And if I do, you're supposed to hit me in the head. Okay? You I tried promised to, that. Did I
1: not tell you? No, but I, you I promised. yelled at you every no, time you no, mentioned no, it. No, this is your you fault. you were being a dope.
2: Because what did I tell you before? If I ever pick the Raiders for anything again, hit me in the head. You didn't hit me in the head, and so I picked the Raiders this weekend, and look what happens. Okay, no. You last your year, I told you. You had your
1: club hanging out there, and you were all drunk on no. finger sandwiches <laughs> and cheese.
2: <laughs> I told you. This is your fault. I said, listen, I'm going to lose control of this. I need you to be able to. To, to bat some sense back into me. When I pick the Raiders for anything, you hit me, and I want you to hit me as hard as you can. Are you supposed to hit me? In that You didn't do it. So I wound up picking the Raiders this weekend, so I blame you. That is your fault that I did that.
1: No, bad job by you. No, but no, it's your you're, fault. You're right. You're right. I should have driven over to your house.
2: Listen, if I in. say, hey, I re- I'm getting on a plane, I'm going somewhere, I really need a ride to the airport, and you go, yeah, I'll take you, great. Will you take me? Yes, great. And then I'm waiting outside my house, and you don't come. I don't get to the airport. I don't get to do anything. It's your fault because you said you were coming. You said you were going to do it, and you didn't do it. And that's why I picked the Raiders and look where I am.
1: I try to mute you. But that's mm. Tyshirt's job. No, you no, no. More, no, more Harmon, less you picking the Raiders.
2: Listen, I told you how I wanted to handle this, and you failed at it. Just admit, it's, I, I was a bad friend. That's I was a bad friend. You need to say
1: that. I was a bad friend. Yeah, the friend. problem is I, th- I think you would have taken me to HR, and then there would have been problems. <laughs> <laughs> but you know said what the, the Raiders him. do get? They get the next Super Bowl in 2024, <laughs> so that's good.
2: Yeah, true, true. They will celebrate getting pasted by the Chiefs by knowing the Super Bowl <laughs> will be in Vegas in 2024.
1: Two yeah,
2: uh, So a couple years to wait. And and, and I, I don't think we'll have to worry about that. You know, could another home team play in their home stadium no. for the Super We don't have to worry about that. Uh, but I told you so about Matthew Stafford. I told you, a couple weeks ago, after he was on that bad run, I said, this is a bad run in the middle of the season. Now the Rams understand who they have to be to win games. They have to take advantage of the fact they have three dynamic receivers, and this is their way forward. You can only run the football so much when you have all kinds of injuries and you can only rely on really one guy. The Rams' way out is through the air and to take advantage of the mismatch because this is what Odell Beckham Jr. brings to the team. He is that third wide receiver that you have to pay attention to. You can't roll coverages towards Cooper Cup or Van Jefferson. It is dangerous when you have three big-time receivers. Now, as I said, I didn't expect Odell Beckham to be someone to suddenly show up and be Randy Moss, but he was going to be a good enough addition, and that's exactly what we've been so far. He scored tonight in his third straight game, and right now the Rams are on top of the Cardinals 20-13. to Matthew Stafford is 15 out of 20. 180 yards and a couple of touchdowns. 20 passing plays, just 13 running plays. This is their way forward. I can be an offensive coordinator in the NFL. Listen, you have to get the ball to your best players at all times. Forget about trying to run the football. We're going to balance that. No, don't balance it out by giving the ball to just a bunch of guys. You have three receivers that can cause mismatches because they all have different skill sets. Cooper Cup is your possession guy. Odell can get open deep. He's your big threat on the outside. The same thing with Vange. Jefferson, and you, you, this is a perfect example of what a great three-wide receiver set looks like. You have to pick the guy you're going to stop, and if you have a good quarterback, he's going to find the mismatch. And since they've they've gone to this, since they made the trade and they brought in Odell Beckham Jr., he has clearly come through in a large way uh, to beat just enough, right? Like tonight, four catches 64 yards and a touchdown, right? Okay, great. You know, it's, it's not it's not going to be a night where he catches 12 passes for 175 yards, but as long as he is good enough, taking up attention, you can't focus on any of these wide receivers. Cooper Cup is on his way to catching 250 passes this year. This is the way out for the Rams offense. I said it, Mike. I told you it was going to happen for Matthew Stafford, and it's happening. Welcome back to the MVP race, Matthew Stafford. I put you there a couple weeks ago. I told you you're right there and now look what he's doing just don't throw well, a pick here on the goal line
1: yeah i hate to tell you i told you so that they were going to win this game so that was my i didn't disagree with you week i did yeah, not disagree did. with you no yeah I, you I told me that. i was wrong when
2: did i tell you the right? I did I not, that is a lunatic. lie
1: that is a lie you are lying you said to I everybody all sorts of problems i will say this on this drive which ends with the cooper cup touchdown uh, rolling towards the pylon, uh, third touchdown pass. Now so everybody plays, everybody wins, Beckham Jr., Jefferson, uh, and Cup. Com- I keep wanting to call him Van Jefferson like he has a, a first name. Mm-hmm. Like Van right. Jefferson should be his name,
2: right? But like, like his name is his name is John Van Jefferson, right?
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I mean, Jeff look, there wasn't John Jefferson, but I will say that the on this the previous scoring drive, right, the fifty-two yarder to Van Jefferson, uh, the play before there was ruled to be forcible contact to the back of the head of Cooper Cup, which was. Look like a glancing blow, but either way, they call it. Uh, and away you go. Uh, and then they throw over the top, and you're looking at Van Jefferson going, he's going to drop this one, isn't it? Isn't because that's been his. No, it's been the story of his year. There have been some spectacular plays and flashes that this guy could be a star and then there have been some where he's left it on the carpet. Instead, he makes the catch, gallops in, touchdown. On this drive that just ends, Stafford moving to his right. Uh, you can get some great still photography there of his throwing motion. It was great. Uh, a couple plays before on the second down play, second and goal, uh, he got hit on the arm as he released and not... Being being sure that it was going to be ruled a forward pass, I've never seen him run so fast because he scrambled after the ball as everybody's stood around. God, it's clear your arm was going forward. It's like no, no, I'm going to go make sure I cover it. So that was pretty good, good awareness, and, and I appreciate that. Now the Ram, Rams are interesting. Sony Michelle giving them about five yards of carry. Daryl Henderson not available today because he's on the COVID list, along with Jalen Ramsey uh, and Tyler Higby. So you're missing some big weapons and and you're still making plays. Defense forcing turnovers, flushing uh, Murray out of the pocket. And he's made a couple of really bad throws uh, that have helped the cause. But you got Stafford on the other side, operational efficiency taking care of it. And it was all a worry when he arrived, of what his role would be. And then, well, Robert Woods gets hurt, and it solves some of those issues, right? Uh, And you know where where the bread is buttered here. It's get the ball to Cooper Cup. Let him make plays, kind of like the the old Patriots. Let's find him in stride a couple of times. Down the field, you will take some big hits. But he's the guy that's going to move the chains and keep drives alive. And for Matthew Stafford right now, he's avoided any of the turnovers uh, that have been the issue, right? He had that streak of... Interceptions, return for touchdowns, and and the play wasn't working. Here it's the you you still got a decent balance, right? It's not total overload of twenty two to thirteen. That's uh, and that's more runs than look the Bills had in the first half yesterday by thirteen. <laughs> so you have uh, Sony Michelle who who stepped in quite nicely. I. I the fact that you're still getting a little bit uh, out of the run game, uh, that I think was the fear, but that was the identity. And it's fine to, to change it, but you have to recognize and lean into what you are to your point of, all right, right now we've got three dynamic receivers and we'll use the run game enough to set it up. And now with the defense alive and, and get, making some uh, hay up front, now, now you've got opportunities and, and such a huge Monday night game against the 10 and two Cardinals looking uh, pedestrian at times, as Mike said, make it three
2: touchdowns from Matthew Stafford, 184 yards through the air and welcome everyone to my Matthew Stafford or Tom Brady is the MVP this year in the NFL. Welcome to that, that we told you about last week. Look, we're ahead of the curve, right? I say it all the time because we are. And watch after tonight. If this game continues to go this way and doesn't end with Matthew Stafford throwing a bad pick six in the fourth quarter, if this game continues to go this way, watch the MVP Matthew Stafford talk about. You know who's having a great year? That's really every bit the year that Tom Brady's having. It's Matthew Stafford. You know, I, I saw that. He's got thirty four touchdowns. Brady's got thirty six. Look at the numbers. It's more yards per attempt. He's a higher rated quarterback than Tom Brady. Look at all the. You know, I, I've not heard that take anywhere before. Yeah, last week we told you Matthew Stafford is having that kind of year I'm sorry that people don't like him for whatever reason either because he was a lion there was nothing he could do about that although re-signing with the lions well he was getting a lot of money so there clearly wasn't anything to do about that uh, and it's not about Tom Brady's what he's done throughout his career up until now it's about this year this time Matthew Stafford or Tom Brady and everybody wants to give the MVP to Tom Brady it's probably what's going to happen because oh we can give the MVP to a guy who's 44 we love Tom Brady, he's sportsman of the year Matthew Stafford having every bit the season Brady is, they're they're – 1-2 1-2 in so many categories and Brady leads Stafford in about half the passing categories. Matthew Stafford leads Brady in the other half. It's that close. But to my, but this will be, as long as it finishes like this tonight, watch the Matthew Stafford MVP talk. He could finish with five touchdowns tonight. And there it goes. And just remember, we told you about this last week. Before P- anybody even wanted to give Matthew Stafford credit for anything with the Rams. But this was a midseason slump they went through. Stafford, If Stafford just didn't throw pick sixes, the Rams would have been fine don't throw pick sixes it's the best advice i could give you but now coming back against a fantastic jacksonville squad a week ago i mean really it's really difficult to beat them you know it's hard (laughs) to put points up against them they have a lot you know they they are ruled with with a great coaching job by urban meyer who loves all his assistants and there is no controversy there it is a difficult thing to beat jacksonville they did it last week and he's already got three touchdowns tonight he's got three touchdowns each of the last three weeks Matthew Stafford is back from that couple of games swoon. And here he is in your MVP race, flat dab in the middle. It's him or Tom Brady, right? I can't go crazy and go, no, it's never time. But it's got to be these are the two guys down the stretch who are having the biggest impacts on their team. Yes, I get Brady with the storyline. You can't ignore what Matthew Stafford has done. He's been the difference in this team from a year ago up until now.
1: Well, I'm going I'm going to go one better. Ready? Uh-oh, what do you got? Let's for just go me? outlier. Zach, Since the MVP wh- is 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 what it is, I mean, really the only thing that matters in the NFL. Do you ho- hoist a Lombardi or don't you? That's really it. I mean, yeah, maybe you have some contract benefits uh for MVPs and that matters when uh it, it comes time for a bust in Canton. You know, you start listing all of those when Jason Cole or someone else jumps up to speak on your behalf. But otherwise, it's about Super Bowl rings. So, but let's let's have some MVP talk. But that's how in the about, past. That's in the past. This is now, in the now. How in the about year. twelve sacks, seventy-five tackles, seventeen tackles for loss, and twenty-seven quarterback hits while playing myriad positions on a defense oh, that had been left for dead yes. a year ago? So, Micah Moseley. Parsons, yes, C.J. Mosley, yeah. yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's not C.J. Mosley. By the way, the Jack... No, uh, I'm going to go Micah Parsons. But uh, the the other is, by the way, the Jaguars, they basically play at this point like they're turtles that have been tipped over on their shells.
6: <laughs> oh, okay? that's so there sad. There is nothing.
1: That's well, so sad. Th- well, that's about as effective as they are.
2: Over. Oh, that's so sad. Why do you got to give me that visual? Now I'm hearing Sarah McLachlan in my head. Oh, why, why are you going to give me that? Why, why, why are you going to go with that? Why can't you just say they're playing as effective? As, I don't know, but you got to give me the Turtles. Get It's so sad when Turtles get tipped over. Wow.
1: It's you Christmas.
2: It? It's a season for miracles. It's it's holiday season. Well, but holiday the miracle se-
1: might be that those turtles eventually figure out how to flip over, uh, or Urban Meyer and his team no. decide they learn how to play football.
2: It's gravity for the turtles, man. Just like Urban Meyer, you can't. Uh, that's gonna be too much. I to, uh, just move a little
1: bit. No, not happening. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put a couple uh, no, of bucks in, in the uh, proverbial pot uh, for uh, helping the turtles. <laughs> that's that's gonna be one of my my Christmas end of year charities. Hey, you, you should. Go? I'll oh, be good. thinking about the blessings on your table uh, and in your households uh, as you have them this year as well, yes. uh, and, and help out as you can from the and tornadoes help tipped, to tipped over turtles. Well, I mean that that's probably a little further down the depth chart, but sure. <laughs> If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation
2: from your credit card company. That's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com/slash match limitations. They do apply. So right now, midway through the third quarter, the Rams are up on top of the Cardinals 27 to 13. But Cardinals are on the move. A guy who could have been MVP a few weeks ago, but now it's not because it's Matthew Stafford. Kyler Murray has the Cardinals inside the 20-yard line, uh, trying to make this a one-score game. We'll have more on this game as it continues tonight uh, throughout a big, big night. And not only that, I'm feeling pretty good about my Rams to the NFC Championship game
1: situation. Uh, But speaking, You're getting a little chesty on a Monday. Well, you know what?
2: When it's happening, it's happening, Mike. I called it. Find your wins, right? In real time. Absolutely. It's it's not happening for the Jets. It's happening for Matthew Stafford. It's happening for the Rams. Meyer, it's happening for him. When it's happening, it's happening, man. It's all happening. Uh, But as we mentioned about Urban Meyer, oh boy. Speaking of my greatest bold predictions ever, we are this close to maybe my greatest bold prediction actually happening. Tom Brady's never been hotter. That's not a bold prediction. Uh, My (laughs) biggest bold prediction ever coming into play is. Any day now. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. We got that coming up next right here. It's Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do.
7: Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Fox Sports Radio, The Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Right now, Rams on top of the Cardinals 27-13. to 13. Uh, Cardinals had the ball, went for it on fourth and two, did not get it. So the Rams took over, but the Cardinals did force a punt. uh, But clearly, hey, you're down there. You got to get points. The Cardinals did not. uh, But at least forcing a punt here is going to get them the ball back. We'll have more on this. That DeAndre
1: Hopkins dropped, dude. Come
2: on. Yeah, that was.
1: That's about as bad as it gets. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. All the great things we say about DeAndre Hopkins. And then, oh, boy. Uh, But as this game unfolds, hey, Matthew Stafford, look how well he's playing. Joining us now on the hotline. CBS Sports NFL insider extraordinary. You can follow him on Twitter, at Jason Lockenfora. That is at Jason Lockenfora, who is taking time away from examining pictures that could or could not be Lamar Jackson's ankle to spend (laughs) time with us here on the show. What's happening, Jay?
8: (laughs) What's going on, gentlemen?
6: Because yeah, hey, I'm,
2: I'm just, I'm just picturing you now, like, a, okay, here's Lamar's ankle. Let's see, what does this mm-hmm. mean? Is this a what is what does the X-ray look like? What's the MRI look like? Uh, how are things there? He's supposed to play on Sunday, but yeah. clearly this is a big deal.
8: We'll see. Um, you know, they're leaving the door open, but there's there's nothing, um, yeah, final or anything close to it at this point. I mean, look, when you leave a game like that and you can't return and you go out wearing a boot um that's usually a sign that you're going to miss a little bit of time now he's a guy who's played in the past without having practiced much whether it be you know he's coming back from an illness or he's coming back from covid uh but i personally wouldn't be surprised if tyler huntley plays this game um you know lamar obviously is on the move quite a bit the offense with him has been um, pretty much broken the last five or six weeks. He hasn't quite looked like himself um, mentally, physically, confidence standpoint, all that stuff. Uh, he he, you know, he he's, just hasn't been good. And to have him come in and play a game like this during a week when I don't think he's going to be able to practice much at all, it, it, it just may not make sense at the end of the day. You know, we saw the Arizona Cardinals be really smart with Kyler Murray, and the Ravens don't have quite the luxury in the standings built up that the Cardinals do. But, uh, you know, you, you you put him back out there, he's not right. I mean, he just went through this thing with Ronnie Stanley, right? He came back week one. A lot of people wondered if that was really um, – too soon. The guy played one horrific Monday night game and might never play again. And this isn't—you know—Lamar's not coming off of that. But I would play personally. I would give Tyler Huntley every rep this week. And if Lamar is anything less than a hundred percent, I would play Tyler Huntley.
1: Jason, a report you had yesterday morning uh, linked to my hometown, Chicago. Uh, Matt Nagy said, "I'm having fun after all the special teams love in the first half, uh, and then they go out." And- and he makes a bunch of bad decisions. Sure. But the report you had, former Bear uh, exec Trace Armstrong looking maybe to uh, come back to the fold in, in an executive capacity and bringing along a present in Ryan Day uh, as, as one of the rumors. He's got a lot of clients, right? Very, very oh, good yeah. agent. I would ask why, why you'd want to go back into front office uh, when you're just collecting checks to negotiate salaries for high-priced guys. But, hey, uh, I love the report and uh, starting to get some reservations.
8: Well, he's definitely interested, and there has definitely been um, at least one uh, meeting with him and and upper management slash ownership. And it is something that he's very intrigued by, and it's something that uh, the McCaskey family is at least somewhat intrigued by. And they're going to have a shakeup coming there. And they do have sort of an unusual setup in their football operations with Ted Phillips, not a football guy, overseeing a lot of bad football decisions for a long time. And they have a stadium they need to. I don't know, you know what I mean, that Trace Armstrong would be absolutely the best guy for the job but you know how these things operate there's that these owners like to have a level of familiarity um... he's he knows coaches he knows gm's he's been in the game forever he was a decorated player there um... so i wouldn't rule it out and do i think uh... ryan day is going to be a great nfl head coach i, I have serious reservations but i know Trace Armstrong thinks he is, and he's told NFL people this for for well over a calendar year, and I know Day is um, interested in the NFL, and they do have Day's former quarterback there who they moved up to take in the first round. So, I mean, Day does have NFL coaching experience, obviously, on Chip Kelly's staff in uh, Philadelphia and San Francisco. So, uh yeah I, it, would it shock me if the the bears went in a direction like that no it 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 frankly wouldn't
2: well here's the thing, Jay is I like it because you know clearly hiring former Ohio state coaches into the n f l has worked so well,
8: <laughs> well so why, why you know it worked why, why out why not well for Tennessee
2: yeah <laughs>
8: But he could, barely get, he could barely get a handshake from the other guy yesterday, oh, yeah. so I don't know. How about <laughs> hey, that?
2: Hey, Good luck. congratulations. Get bent. All right. Then. Yeah, See
8: yeah you I'm know. not even going to make eye contact with you.
2: Does, does Urban Meyer make it to the end of the season?
8: I, I, look, if, next, if this coming week is like the week before that and two weeks before that, then I don't think so. Um, and they lost to Houston once. I mean, if you get swept by Houston – who's not even making any pretense about trying to win. And you got the first – their quarterback has sat out. They're paying their quarterback not to play, their best player. And you had the first pick in every round, and you gave this guy – you know, pretty much unfettered power and an open check, checkbook and your product is more piss poor than last year. And this kid has been an absolute nothing burger for o- almost half the season now. I mean, they have 28 first half points in their last seven games. That's in total. They have two touchdowns in that span. They're both rushing. Trevor Lawrence hasn't thrown a first half touchdown since week six. I mean, what the F are we doing here? You know, like they they get a little bit of something-something in garbage time, but It's a disaster, and that's not even factoring in, you know, the the Urban Meyer, the human being, and what the players and coaches think of him as a person, um, and the lack of respect and trust there. But just as a, I mean, take all that other stuff out the bye week, everything else. Trevor Lawrence has never not succeeded in football, ever. Ever, 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 ever. Some people thought he was unbreakable. They're breaking him. They're breaking him. Every week, they're breaking him. They're taking away his best chance to survive the, the run game by pulling Robinson off the field over his, he fits. Like, so Shad Khan's going to have to grow up and put a, some big boy pants on here and admit a mistake, and he's made a lot of them there. There's no doubt about that. Um, it has been a difficult regime. They have one winning season, the 2017 year they went to the, to the conference finals. They lose 10 or more every other year. But if he lets this get to the end of the year, those are going to be some world-class exit interviews because I don't think many of those players are biting their tongues, including some very prominent players there. So if he doesn't think it's this real, when he has uh, some of his top players saying, you want to bring that guy back, that's your decision, but I'm not wasting another my, year of my career being miserable playing for this lost operation, Like it'll it'll come to a head
1: fox sports radio jason smith show with mike harman jason lock for our guest joins us each and every week on the program cbs sports 105.7 the fan in baltimore at jason lock where you find him on twitter uh and jason you got you got the cowboys the defense uh the stars yesterday yeah. uh should we be concerned about the offense though
8: yeah no you should um you know, I know there's people trying to tell you in week two that Kellen Moore's an NFL head coach and I'm just like, Can we let this thing can we like let's let this thing play out a little bit before we're handing out M V P awards and saying which coordinators are the next can't miss head coach. No, they got issues on offense and now Tyron Smith being out, I mean look, the Giants stink, so this week they should be fine. Um, I'm not saying the offense will come out and look like world beaters, but they should be able to withstand some of the offensive line issues. But um I, I have concerns about that offense, absolutely. I mean, the, the, their best offense right now is the defense, where they're giving them short fields, they're ripping people's faces off, they're turning them over left and right, they're scoring touchdowns themselves. Um, you take that away, even a little bit of that, and, and this is a patently average football team. I mean, Dak Prescott hasn't looked special in a long time. Um, you know they got their receivers back but now the running backs are beat up and again they live and die with the offensive line but the good news for them is Randy Gregory look, came out of the you know his his injury absence like shot out of a cannon and DeMarcus Lawrence came back shot out of a cannon and then Parsons has been shot out of a cannon all year um, I like the Gallimore kid a lot who they drafted and he's getting settled in helping them anchor at D tackle uh we know what Diggs can do making plays on the ball Now, he, he gambles sometimes he gets burned but uh that's, that's their bread and butter right now. They're, they're, they're going to have to continue to be a big play defense.
1: Jay,
2: when we, we look at the game tonight and Matthew Stafford another night with multiple touchdowns, you know, he had that big swoon in the middle of the season. I, you know, I, I get that all oh, the, the visual of Matthew Stafford is still, oh, he's a Detroit Matthew Stafford. He's having a fantastic year. The, the Rams have figured out, hey, we got to light up the scoreboard instead of trying to run the football. I mean, I, I don't think Stafford's getting the credit he's de- he, he deserves for what he's doing doing so far this season.
8: I mean, look, I think – he got a lot of credit the first 5 or 6 weeks of the season he he did go into a swoon where um the offense became kind of stale and they lost Robert Woods and the guy threw a pick six in three straight games so that's you know that people are going to tend to remember that but he he i've always felt like he was an undervalued and and, and underrated player um who was stuck in some situations that were uh Fairly impossible he he has the ability to make throws on a regular basis that few guys make he He has been a bit of a double agent in his career though and he 's done that in some critical moments and as much as he 's led um, more than his fair share comebacks that that you know the, he, he those some of those fourth quarter picks tend to stick with you as well but um, he, i thought he'd, I thought he'd do really good things with sean McVay, and and by and large they have um, but I, I do think for them to get where they ultimately want to go, and that's winning a Super Bowl. You don't make the moves they've made unless you think you have a chance to win a Super Bowl. I think they are going to have to run the ball um, more effectively, and I think they're going to have to become much more consistent defensively. Um, that, their margins are slim, man. If Aaron Donald, any given game, doesn't play like you know a first-ballot Hall of Famer uh, who, who's wrecking the game you know, like he's doing tonight, it, 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 things things can get sideways there pretty quickly.
2: He's on Twitter at Jason Lock and Fora. That is at Jason Lockenfora. Fora. He has a 10,000-word opus coming if the Mets hire Buck Showalter as their manager. So I
8: love me some Buck, Buck Showalter. I hope yeah. Buck gets the gig. Yeah. He's a good man.
2: <laughs> Thanks so much, buddy. So do I. So do I. <laughs> you got it, guys. Thank you. See you, Jason. Great stuff, as always, from Jason Locke and Fora. And look, uh, look, we'll have more on the Rams and the Cardinals coming up in a couple of seconds. A lot to break down in the NFL, but things have just gotten a little bit closer. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey,
8: it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the fifth hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Do you love Selena?
4: Like really love?
5: Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano.
6: On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
7: MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is
2: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Bing bang, Field goal by the Rams has given them a 10-point lead over the Cardinals midway through the fourth quarter. Kyler Murray, work cut out for him uh, as the Cardinals try to keep pace here. Again, a 10-point lead for the Rams. We'll have more on this coming up in a few minutes. But tonight we thought we were going to see history. I, I was never convinced on it because I knew it's going to be tomorrow uh, with a game against the Knicks. <laughs> Steph Curry doesn't want to break the all-time record for threes. The greatest record he'll ever break, you know, individually, he doesn't want to break that record. Again, the pace. No, he wants to break it. At Are Madison you accusing Square him of Garden. shaving points? No, I'm just saying he took more shots elsewhere than he would have taken. Ah, no, I'm no, 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 not going to make these. Not going to. Do- of course, he's going to do it at MSG, and he's going to score sixty, and it's going to be a big thing. Of boy, remember when the Knicks passed on. Steph Curry in the draft all those years ago. More Knicks because now it's time to jump up and down the Knicks because the Knicks stink and they're going to make trades and all the stuff. And it's going to be, look at what we could have had with Steph Curry. Like the Knicks were the only team that that passed on Steph Curry. Ah, no, but the Knicks. Look, he's going to do it tomorrow, and he's going to do it when I'm off, so it's going to be fine. But let me just say this about the three-point record, right? going to break uh, the record that Ray Allen has held for most three-pointers in his career. Um it's impressive, right? What what he's doing is impressive. But like it is with everything with Steph Curry, we are going to take this this achievement and we're going to Blow it up because it's Steph Curry, and and whatever Steph Curry does, it's 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 just like when a team wins on a Monday night or a quarterback throws three touchdowns, and, and suddenly it's sort going of to look like he threw six touchdowns because it happens on Monday night football. It's a very big deal when Steph Curry does something. It me it's the greatest thing in the world. He's going to break Ray Allen's record. All right, um, yeah, he is a fantastic shooter. He is the best shooter that I have ever seen. He is, but he's a shooter. Okay, so let's put this in perspective. Ray Allen, whose record he's going to break, was a great shooter. Steph Curry has taken more threes than anyone in NBA history. As a result, if you're good at it, of course you're going to hold that record. He's taken three more three-point attempts per game than Ray Allen did over his career. Steph is at 8.7, and Ray Allen was at 5.7. So that's three more threes per game every game for his career, okay? Ray Allen never took more than eight and a half threes in a game in the regular season. Steph Curry has had over 10 per game five times in the last seven years. This is a volume record, all right? When you take a lot of, when you do a lot of something, if you do it well, yeah, of course you're going to get there. And and it's a different era in the NBA. Yes, the three-pointer was something that was a big piece of strategy when Ray Allen played, right? I'm not saying this is going back to the 80s when there were, you know, guys weren't taking threes and they only hit a couple per game, but clearly the three is the much bigger weapon now. It's, it's really threes or layups in the NBA. When Ray Allen was playing, it wasn't threes or layups. You still had guys like, that were hitting 15- foot jumpers and sticking them like like KD was doing and, and and other guys. But now it's become so many more threes and threes and layups. And Steph is just taking so many of them. Right? You want to talk about where the real credit goes for this record? It's Steve Kerr, who doesn't nearly get the credit for Steph Curry's career. Because Steph Curry was taking five to seven threes a game before Steve Kerr showed up. He had a six-year career in which Curry was a borderline all-star player. And then Steve Kerr shows up with his system saying, hey, let's Take advantage of what we, what you do well. Let's go player over system and, and player over scheme. And all of a sudden, Steph Curry's scoring over 30 points a game. He's taking 10, 12, 13 threes a game. All he's doing is shooting threes. That's the difference in his game, right? He's been doing it great, but it's, it's a great record to have any you're the biggest record holder in the NBA at something. But this is a volume thing. He's taken way more shots. He's doing it. He's done way more times than Ray Allen is. So let's just have this in perspective. I know, oh, Jason, you're hating on Steph Steph Curry. No, it's a great record. He's a great player, but this isn't. Oh my goodness, this isn't. This isn't watching LeBron break the all-time scoring record. Okay, let's have a little bit of perspective on that.
1: Well, I think when you you go through the the annals of history, what what just matters? You're at the top, right? In the moment, it's uh, about the. How how you got there, and, and we could do all of that. And sure, Steve Kerr gets a lot of credit. He, he got der- derision for you know just kind of saying I, I've run out of things to say about Steph Curry, and he referenced Michael Jordan. Everybody got mad. I'm like, wow, are we that soft? Are we that pathetic? <laughs> it's like, and Steve Kerr said a lot of stuff in the past where he just kind of chimed in on things. Where it's like, all right, what what are we doing? That was just a. All right, he marvels at what the guy does on the court, so let it be. Uh, When when we look at the three-point mark, right, he's shooting 43% for his career. And for Ray Allen, yeah, I mean, the career was long. I mean, Steph's got another few years in him. The game has changed. And we we always have to recognize that, certainly. Uh, And that's when we get into those all-time team arguments and across decades. Hell, we do it all the time. I just referenced Michael Jordan. What do we do all the time? He's the next Michael Jordan after a three-year sample size or five-year sample size, or maybe he played a cup of coffee in college. Uh, but no. Yeah, so Mac Jones that, is Tom
2: Brady after 12 games. I mean, really,
1: Mac Jones is Tom Brady. I, you see,
2: it happens all Well, time.
1: but, you know, it, they, they kind of look alike. I mean, not exactly <laughs> physical specimens ah. in their uh, combine pictures or anything. So, I mean, it works. <laughs>
2: (laughs) All right, all right. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. But anything Steph does always gets amped up. But just put it in a little bit of perspective. Uh, The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Coming up next, uh, we get back into what could be my greatest bold prediction ever that could be just a couple of days from coming true. We got that and an update on the Rams and the Cardinals. Did the Rams just clinch this win with a big defensive stop? That's coming up next right here. Jason and Mike, you are listening to Fox Sports Radio.
3: When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800 333 4Kia for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10 year 100,000 mile powertrain and 5 year 60,000 mile basic. Warranties are limited.
4: See retailer for details. Carol G., Juan
5: Gabriel, Christina
4: Aguilera. What do these
5: three have in common?
4: You mean apart from impeccable style, chart topping canciones, and drama?
5: Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Viosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of
0: Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novela, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast.